A year ago, I was going through the biggest season of heartbreak, and I honestly never thought I would come back from it. And after a lot of therapy, prayer, and healing, I finally did get over it. So today on The Real Life Girl, we are talking about how to get through a heartbreak. Welcome back to The Real Life Girl, or welcome if you are new. This is The Real Life Girl, and I am your host, Bianca, and it is a brand new week. I just love a good, fresh start, and I'm very passionate to talk about today's episode topic, how to get through a heartbreak. I was really thinking about my life a year ago and where I was at that season and the things that I went through, and it was not the easiest, and I thought back to, oh my gosh, I had the biggest season of just feeling so broken and feeling so lost, so today I wanted to get into the story of just that season, how I navigated, and talking about the essential strategic steps that I took in order to heal and be at the place that I am today. I think that when we go through harder times and times that really challenge us to push ourselves, we tend to forget how much we actually endured. And of course, you remember that that stays with you of like, yeah, I remember going through that time. But I think it does take a second to let's stop and let's actually look back and like, you know, you I respect myself a little bit more now because I'm like, man, I've been through some hard things and I had the resilience to get through that and endure that. And so I like reflecting because I can just remind myself of harder things that I didn't really think of or it just took me a second to remember. And this is also why I'm very passionate about documenting everything. I journal for at least 30 minutes every single day. It's not even me bragging. It's something that I do for my mental health. It's something that I do to stay sane. Otherwise, I'm going to get burnt out. And the thing about me is that I'm very emotional when my feelings get to me, my feelings get to me and I can't keep my feelings in. I have always needed to find an emotional outlet that I need to just release them because that's not the kind of person that I am. I've never been a person that will bottle things up. So if I do have a hard day and I do need to cry, I will cry because that is just the way that I release my feelings. And even going back into my journal entries at this time, like my heart kind of breaks, you know, it, because I just remember so much. And so that's why I'm just so passionate about like taking photos of everything. That's my rule in life. Document everything, even if it's a quick little video, a quick photo, a journal entry, just so you take note of the healing that you've gone through and genuinely how resilient that you are. So I'm going to get into the story and I'm going to talk about just really critical steps that I took, different resources that I accessed in order to really heal and bounce back to my normal self. At this time in my life, I was a sophomore in high school. This was way back in the day. And I, at the time, had everything I think I thought a happy person needed or had. So a lot of friends, I felt like school was great. I had great grades. I had just amazing people around me. And I truly wanted to feel like I had it all, but I didn't inside. Inside, I just felt so unsatisfied and so empty because a, like a hard time really does take so much out of you and it takes you a second to regroup and rethink and get back into the groove of things. So that's where I was at that point in my life. And I had the biggest crush on like this one guy that I went to school with. And he was in a couple of my classes. And at the time, I honestly felt like he felt the same way about me. And 
I was bonkers. I was literally bonkers. Like, does it ever embarrass you to like just tell a story about yourself and you're like, I'm getting secondhand embarrassment because of how crazy I was or just how naive I was? Like, that is me in this moment right now. It pains me (laughs) to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. You know, we keep it real. So, um, yeah, like I was absolutely crazy over this guy. I don't know what it was. Like, I don't even think that he like, cared about me I really don't like it's just like my own like I don't know my own feeling and I just was absolutely bonkers about him and now that I think about it that is the kind of person that I am when I am attracted to someone I just really love them deeply I want to know you like what do you do for fun what is your pastime what is your hobby what are you passionate about and these are things that I want to know because I want to understand your life and now that I think about it like even just like how I was even when I was like a little girl like that is who I've always been I am incredibly interested in trying to get to know people as much as possible because if I'm going to be around you like I want to understand you and understand how I can communicate with you better and things like that and because I was like this I didn't really feel like he was as serious about me in return And it definitely showed. And because of that, I was very heartbroken, especially because I just tried so hard to ignore it and really bottle my feelings up. And I quickly realized that what I was involved in was very unhealthy and that I needed to get out of it. And can I just say for a second that even if you never dated them, I fully believe that you're allowed to be heartbroken. Like, let's validate that for a second. Because in this world... I've had people say this to me of like, why are you so like upset over this or not even like relationships out of the question, like even friendships or just like whatever about different aspects of your life. Like it's almost like you have to go through a big traumatic event in order to be entitled to your feelings. And I just want to say that to any sister out there. I know I'm speaking to someone when I say this, that you're allowed to feel what you feel. Your feelings are your feelings and they're real. I'm never ever going to sit and tell anyone that, you know, why are you crying? Like, this is not a big deal, you know, because when I have a tough day, I just need a good cry. And, you know, if I'm upset, even if it's the littlest thing, those are my feelings. And I've always been that kind of person, even, you know, as a younger kid, like I was just never able to bottle up anything. And hence why I journal, hence why I am just in therapy so that I can talk through my feelings and really, get what's in my mind out onto paper or just talking to someone that I trust and so I just wanted to take a second to just talk about just validating your feelings let yourself feel what you want to feel even if people say it wasn't serious even if it wasn't serious like even if you guys never dated or even if you guys were just friends or even if it was just like a job even if it was just like a family member like this applies to everything but take a second to validate your feelings even if it wasn't an end all be all you're allowed to be heartbroken and you're allowed to feel what you want to feel so with that i am going to get into the steps i took to get through that season of my life and finally understanding that i deserve more And as a matter of fact, that was the first step that I took was understanding that I deserved more. I think that this really does take a second for you to analyze yourself and realize that 
if you're selfless, if you are very trusting, if you are the kind of person that people go to for advice, for if they ever need anything, like if you're the friend that your other friends call you for in the middle of the night because they know you will pick up, that's the kind of person that you deserve. You deserve someone to treat you the way that you treat others. And I don't know, for the longest time, I had the biggest habit of getting into friendships um, or just like being involved with people that didn't really, I didn't feel the return. They didn't care about me as much as I cared about them. And it could have been like simple things like maybe I didn't feel like they were considerate of my time. And to me, like I am, I try to be as considerate as possible. And obviously we all have faults. But to me, I felt like a lot of the time, some of my friends, some of just like even family, it was just so hard to understand that I deserved better based on how I was treating other people. And that's the first step that I took was just realizing I deserved better than someone that couldn't even take my feelings seriously than someone that couldn't really see who I was at that time. I might get some hate for this next one and I do have my own feelings and I'll go through this but I strongly believe in no contact when you're trying to heal from something um just because healing from the inside out for me I would always look back at like old texts and wonder to myself like did this person actually mean that or blah 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 blah. why can't we go back to how things used to be I am big on if you need to unfollow, restrict, or even block someone for your mental health because you're healing, you do what you have to do. Obviously, there are circumstances. Don't be, you know, don't be lame and just block someone to block someone, you know. It's not pretty. It's not cute. It's not cheeky. But if you are going through a really hard time and you're just constantly looking at someone's feed, you're looking at their highlights, you're wondering who they're hanging out with, that is not going to help you. It's bad for your mental health. Be real with yourself for a second and understand that going no contact will hurt in the beginning. But ultimately, going through that will help you to detach a lot quicker than you were if you were to just try to be friends with them i really don't believe in staying in contact with exes i don't i i really don't and some people do it it works for some people it doesn't i just it does not work for me i feel like it makes things a lot more complicated than it has to be just cut ties and you move on with your life they move on with theirs And so that's why I strongly believe in no contact because there's just so much room for confusion, for miscommunication, for old feelings to come back to the surface. And so I do feel like healing from the inside and just going no contact, even if that does mean muting them, even if you don't want to unfollow them right away. I know I was very scared of like, oh my gosh, I don't want them to see that I unfollowed them. So, you know, sometimes I would just like mute and that really helped me in seasons. And in my case, I had mutual friends with this person, so... I just asked them to not really mention him at all around me because it was honestly triggering for me to like even just like talk about that. And no, that wasn't petty of me. It wasn't me being dramatic or selfish. That was me protecting myself. I'm very big on you do what you need to do to protect your peace. And if that means to unfollow, restrict, block, and just cut off all contact, then you do what you have to do. This one was very hard for me and it took me a long time to finally master it and to just stop looking back. You're really never going to move forward if you keep looking back. And instead, if you accept it for what it is, I think that that helps you move forward a lot quicker than just looking back at old photos and things like that. 
And just a truth moment, whatever happened, happened. They're probably not coming back. And if they do, it maybe probably won't be genuine. But you have the power to decide if you're going to truly let go and live the life that you deserve or wallow over someone who probably isn't thinking about you. And again, let's apply this to every other factor of our lives, even friendships. I think for me, like, you know, when I was just really missing a friend that like, you know, we were friends for a long time and then just ended, it was so hard for me to like delete those photos and to truly move on and maybe wonder like maybe we can go back to how we were. But sometimes you just get older and sometimes things just change and that is okay. But I do think that if you continue to waste your time looking back, it's really going against you in the long run. It's very contradictory to your healing process and it doesn't benefit you at all. And if anything, it's worse for your mental health than it would be to just kind of just delete and move on. I don't know. And I don't want to seem so harsh when I'm going over, you know, these steps and things like that. And it is very cutthroat and very dry, but this is what helped me to move forward a lot quicker. You know, instead of me just looking back at their social media and have you ever like posted something on your story for somebody else? You know, even if it's like just something that is like so innocent, but you constantly feed into that like you're becoming obsessed with like wanting to perform for them and wanting to impress them and wanting to just have them oh like see what they're missing listen I don't want you to waste time doing that honestly they probably don't even catch on (laughs) like just being honest I've done it myself it's not easy it's not pretty and most of the time like they didn't even end up looking at the story (laughs) like I'm being so for real And I like there are just so many better things that you can be doing with your time. Your time is valuable. There are so many better hobbies and pastime activities and things that you can do to reinvest in yourself rather than trying to perform with this person and trying to make things work out when the bond is clearly dead. And that leads me into my next point is reinvesting all the time you spent into this bond into yourself. Do the things that you love to do. Go out, even if you don't feel like it. Go journal, get into a good book or a podcast. Currently, I am binging the Mel Robbins podcast, which, guys, I was sleeping on Mel Robbins. There are two people I was definitely sleeping on. It was Real Talk Kim and Miss Mel Robbins. Like, they both give such great advice. I know Real Talk Kim releases weekly uh, sermons from her, like, I think church. I think it's in Atlanta, I want to say it's Limitless Church and she does so many great sermons. I know she just did a great one for Mother's Day and it was absolutely amazing. So I will link that down below. And I'll also link the Mel Robbins podcast because you guys, sometimes we need a wake up call from a friend that is not going to sugarcoat things and just tell us how it is straight up. I have friends that I'm just like, guys, I know you might be busy, but could you just FaceTime me because I need you to some just scream some truth in my face and those are the bestest bestest friends and I'm trying to be more of a friend like that where I'm not going to sugarcoat you know something that clearly needs to be taken a bit more seriously so I'm trying to be a little bit more of that friend and being around these friends that are just going to tell you for what it is I think is so important and really praying during this time was such an anchor let me tell you guys I would start to just pray over myself a lot. And that's not something that I used to do. I think that we hear the phrases like, you know, pray for me or pray for this person. But like, 
are we praying for ourselves? Like, are we actually praying for ourselves? Are we praying that we're healing? Are we praying that we're going to make it through this time? Are we praying that we're trusting God with this season? And chances are you're probably not. And even if you are, there's so many things that you can pray over your life right now. And so I was just able to pray over my heart to pray that I would make it through this time. And I did. You know, I think that it's so easy for us to think that we'll never get through a hard season. And now being on the other side, I can truly say that prayer really did do it for me. It was my rock. It was my foundation during this time. And I felt like even if I didn't have anyone to talk to, I could always just go into my room, just lay down whatever it was. Even if I was out and about, I could just pray and be real with God about my feelings and be real with him about like, God, I'm frustrated because X, Y, Z. And like, I feel like I can't move on. And that was just such a big, it was like a free form of therapy. Prayer really is a free form of therapy, let me tell you. And so during this time, prayer really got me through it. And just journaling as well. Even the moments where I was like sad, where I didn't feel all too well. I didn't feel like myself. Did I just reference Taylor Swift? Oh my goodness. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Taylor content, like reels. Oh my gosh, love Taylor. But yeah, so I was really just going through a time where even if I was sad, even if I was upset, I just journaled. And now looking back, I do feel so just, I feel so bad for myself at the time, but I also know that made me so resilient. And so even just a good book as well, I read a lot of fan fiction at the time, which I'm not too proud of, but it did get me through. Um, But currently I am reading Go For It by Melissa Horvath, and it is a daily devotional. So even if it's something inspirational or self-help, just getting into good media that is going to help you get through that hard time really does do so much. Let's take a second to talk about this next step Um, because some of y'all struggle with this and I'm going to knock some sense into you guys. I need you to resist the temptation to reach back out. Like, honestly, I need you to. Sometimes I would just say like, you know, I'm just going to reach out real quick. I just want to ask how they're doing. I just want to say hi. I just wanted to see, you know, whatever it is, even if you think you're being innocent, you're not. Okay, if they wanted to text you, they would text you. If they wanted to hang out with you, they would hang out with you. If they loved you, if they missed you, they would tell you. This is why I believe that if they wanted to, they would. In every instance, like even in friends too, like if your friend just suddenly stopped associating with you, if they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to hang out with you, if they wanted to see you, they would. And I apply that into every aspect because there have been so many times in my life where I've gone through so many hard things that, again, I never thought I would come back through, again, which is being traumatic. But at that time, I still, still made an effort to hang out with the people that I wanted to hang out with and be with my friends and be with my family and be with the people that I loved and text back and to FaceTime and to call and just quickly check in. Whatever it was, I made the time. I strongly believe in if they wanted to, they would. Especially because what a lot of women fail to realize about men is that men will pursue. If they want something, even if it's a passion, if it's a vision, if it's an achievement, if it's a dream, if they want something, they will go after it. 
And I hate to say it, but if that's not happening for you, then I think we already have your answer. So many times we want to hunt for answers because we don't like the answer that we're receiving. And sometimes that just doesn't work. And in this instance, that is one of those cases. So I just wanted to encourage y'all, resist the temptation to reach out. Even if you quote unquote just want to say hi, if they wanted to, they would. And it's not going to help you in your healing because let's say they reach out, you know, should you really respond if you're not in a good place? Honestly, even if I was in the best place, I probably wouldn't because it's just going to take me back. It's just going to take me back into a place of not feeling like my best self into remembering, you know, just things that were just so traumatic to go through. And so, you know, if they wanted to, they would, y'all. I truly, 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 truly believe in that. If you don't, listen to the song If He Wanted To, He Would by Kylie Morgan because, listen, (laughs) If they wanted to, they would. That's all I'm going to say. And as I'm closing out, I wanted to remind you of some really good biblical truths. One, that pain is always temporary. Like I said, it's so easy to think you'll never get through. getting your heart broken or losing a friend, even a loved one. And while these all are very tragic events, this is a season that will blow over. I'm a big believer in seasons and that there's a time and place for everything. And everyone grieves differently. One, I want to encourage you that again, pain is temporary. Two, take your time to heal. And three, don't ever rush through your healing. If we avoid feelings, they run right back to us, kind of like a boomerang. And so... When I am just tempted to bottle them up to suppress myself, even if I need a good cry, that is what I need to do at that time. And I wanted to bring a very important verse to light to you guys today. It is Isaiah 60, chapter 22. No, I read that wrong. It's Isaiah 60, verse 22. And it says, at the right time, I, the Lord, will make it happen. And we can look into this and really dissect this but for the sake of time i won't but listen when it's the right time for you to fully heal the lord will make it happen that's a promise that he tells us we fail but god doesn't and so when we're going through hard times how often do we look at scripture and how often do we look at god's word and what he says like i want to stop running to google and i want to start running to god's word more instead you know not just in the morning when i'm reading my bible i want to go to the word when i'm happy i want to go to the word when life is just peachy and fresh and everything is like amazing you know i want to go to the bible even in those moments where i'm feeling angry even in those moments where i'm sad and so i just wanted to remind y'all of this is that you know if you're tempted to rush through your healing, if you're tempted to think, you know, God, did you forget about me? Cause I can't really get through this. You have the power to decide if you're going to believe God's word and embrace the truth or believe the lies and refuse the truth. And I like, I've had so much better of a story when I was able to just go into God's word and say, God, I'm not feeling this at the moment, but I know my faith isn't based on feelings. And so that's this episode. It did really refresh me. I feel so much better to just go through this and talk about 
the steps that I took and ditch all the bad ones because I think when you're talking to like your friends or anyone else it's really easy to get bad advice it's easier than you think but when you're talking about just certain things that are a little bit harder with a trusted friend or a mentor it is so easy to get some guidance and I know not everyone may have access to a mentor or a therapist or anything like that so I really did enjoy being y'all's big sister today and just talking about different steps that I took in order to really bounce back to my myself. I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode and took some good truth and feel free to drop a voice memo to submit a note if there's anything that I missed or that you'd maybe want me to cover in a part two. I don't know. I feel like maybe I included too much and it probably could have been a two-parter, but always let me know. And my social medias will be in the description in case y'all want to chat. I have an open DM policy, which I don't know if that's weird but I love just being able to like talk to people and being able to help in any way as possible so with that being said thank y'all so much for listening and I will see y'all in the next episode